1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey
0: everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to, to, to uh, it's one of those days, but I'm not going to edit this out. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. Their customer service is next to none. Period. That's all you got to say. Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for help, if you're looking for a community, if you're looking for answers and you don't want to spend eight hours watching Zoom calls or going to clinics or surfing the web, come over. Check out teachhoops.com. It will help you become a better basketball coach. Let's head off to the podcast. All right, let's head off to part one of our interview with Patrick.
1: Coach, uh, Coach Unplugged, I gotta make sure I hit the right button there. Um, Coach, so I was just getting off office hours for, for T-Troops, and, and so I haven't read through your entire resume. So what I'm gonna have you do is introduce yourself to the listeners. What I usually do is have people go through and kind of discuss their basketball journey, and then we'll talk about how you've become an athletic director and gone to the dark side. Uh, <laughs> and then so i hope my ad's listen to this and and then he's my son's godfather so i think i'm okay and then um we'll talk about the tournament and stuff we're really excited about coming down it's snowed in wisconsin so we got this snow, so we're very excited trust me (laughs) all right so go ahead introduce yourself and and tell the audience about your your basketball journey
2: coach first off i appreciate you having me on i'm pat holler and i'm the Director of Athletics at Windermere Prep in Windermere, Florida. Uh, the journey has definitely been interesting along the way. I would say um, I think that from you know Catholic schools in Pennsylvania, uh, you know to Oxbridge Academy in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, working for the people I've worked to, and then on my way up to Windermere Prep to to start to sort of adjust the culture, of what we want our athletic programs to look like, and that's yeah. something I think. Over the years of being in coaching, um, it's become more of a mainstay center focus of what what our culture is and what it needs to be. Um, I think I've learned over the years, and I'm sure you understand this very well, coach. That you can never win enough, so it's got to be about something more than yes. what the
1: scoreboard says. Yes, if it's only if, if my brother, I don't remember who told me this. He goes. Cause I've won three state titles. He goes, if you're only happy, if you win your last game, you're going to have a miserable career. Steve. I remember <laughs> yeah. that very early. I go, I never really thought about that because there's really only like a couple coaches that are happy at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, like I coach boys volleyball and we lost in the, the couple, a couple steps before the state tournament, but it was a fun year. I had so much fun. It was a great group. Um, but culture is that unique kind of word. Um, you know, I when I took over our program, was horrible. No, and it it took it took five six years to just build that slowly build that culture of, here's the expectations, here's what yep. you want, here's yep. you know, and and then then it becomes like a family because every family has expectations. Like you better take out the, the trash when I tell you to do it. It's right. no different in a team. A team is a, just a, an extension of a family. To be yep. honest with you, and um, and
2: it's something you know, coach that we try to talk about with our. Our coaches. We have a lot of younger coaches at the school. Find guys you can lose with. Because you can lose with them, you can sure heck win with them. So that right. includes staff. That includes players. Like you know, what's it like? You know, I'm sure you can understand this, and I've said this. You know, a lot of my philosophy came. So I was an assistant baseball coach at high school back in uh, PA at the Catholic school. We win a state championship, and I'm sitting in the locker room after the game. And we had won like 14-1 in five innings. And I look at one of the other assistants and I said, this is it? Like, I expected to feel something different. I remember getting on the bus and saying to our head coach, who was my assistant in basketball, man, we got to do something different. Like, there has to be – it has to be more worth our while than this. You know, you you can understand this. I'm pretty sure. You've gotten off a bus. after a 30 point win and said we're never playing like that again like right body language was bad the eye contact was bad timeouts were bad the guys sitting on the bench were not into it and you've gotten off a bus after a five-point loss and said that's it that's how we're going to play basketball right the ball
0: oh, yeah. went, People yeah.
2: moved, defensive help talk bench was awesome coach was, we just didn't win the game you know right. we whatever happened happened we missed a couple shots or made a bad pass here or there and that's going to You know, that communication that'll all work ourselves out in the year. But man, if we play that way, we're gonna win a whole bunch.
1: Win a lot of
2: games.
1: (laughs) That's all right. Trust me, this is live. I've had I've had just can you wave to me, bud? Come introduce yourself. Come on. You can come say hi. What's your name? Carson. Carson, you play basketball?
2: Uh yeah, he's seven. We're getting seven.
1: We're getting there. He's baseball yeah too oh well wow. you live in Florida everybody plays baseball in There's Florida a choice. All right,
2: no,
1: go get it's home. nice out All right, man it's been... <laughs> oh gosh my so I've got a senior I've got okay. a senior um, and then I've got a freshman daughter so I got a senior son and a freshman daughter so I don't even remember that age to be honest yeah so
2: we have uh, we have four of them okay uh, my oldest is third 14 she's in eighth grade and then the youngest is three so oh God
1: uh, yeah <laughs> that's a wide range yeah um, so, yes, going back to – so, so, how did you end up in – so, where were you born and how did you end up in Florida?
2: Sure. You know, Johnstown, PA. Okay. Uh, you know, Western PA mindset, yeah. sort of how yes. we operate, how we do things. Um, a guy who had hired me at 22 to be a head basketball coach at one of the Catholic schools in Western PA eventually became the athletic director at Oxbridge Academy in West Palm. Okay. We sort of stayed in contact, and I had – I don't know, I was sort of tired of uh, just being in the coaching athletic administration was young kids on the way and moved to Florida and took the job and uh, as an SID basketball coach, essentially. Okay. And, um, you know, we had two great seasons. Uh, the school's very young. It's only in its eighth year and then we had some turnover and some transition, some things happened. I got elevated athletic director and, um, you know, time that was this Windermere prep job was just something that was intriguing because it's a three-year-old through 12th grade so with all of our kids at one school or my oh, wife be nice there.
1: and yeah. how big's the school
2: uh we almost have 1600 kids in the school
1: so, so the that's
2: high, not high
1: school for no th- the high th-
2: school the high school is about 650
1: okay Okay. And so, so people that don't know where Windermere is, I know where Windermere is. Cause I'm yeah. like, if you could see the back, I'm like a Disney fanatic. So <laughs> I've already told my managers, I'm taking them on the Sunday. I said, unless we're in the, if we're in the championship, it's going to be harder for me, to, but I'm going to make it work. But yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so is it, is it a, it's a prep school. So explain how it is. Is it counties? How do you, how's your tournament? How does all that stuff work in Florida? So it is a little
2: different. And we're sort of getting back into almost like I've said, the PA model, um, the state tournaments, so you're, you're, you're bound by districts. At one time, you had to play everybody in your district, you no longer have to play everybody in your district. Okay, it's seated based on a state ranking system in the district tournament, and okay. uh, sort of play it out from there. If you win your district, you advance to the you know, the regionals. And if you don't, you still can fall. You can fall into that sort of uh, four at-large bids to play your way in. Oh, I good. sort of like the system. it's actually worked out pretty well uh, in girls volleyball this year, although it didn't work out well for our team. But right. I like how it's set up. It worked out well for our golf program. Um, you know, the the state's always trying to
1: do the best it can. And how, and how far are you from Orlando? Um, well... <laughs> Where do the kids come from? That's the bigger question. How big of a radius is, the, is, the, is Windermere drawing from?
2: Well, you know what? It's an international school. So there's kids. Okay. We have kids from all over the world. Okay. And we're owned by Nord Anglia, uh, which owns about 100 schools worldwide. Okay. So we definitely have a, an influx of um, international students as well as local students. Uh, one of our young kids on the basketball team is a six, nine kid from China who's, uh, early committed to Florida. So verbal okay. uh, nice player, you know, but uh, definitely working hard and one to get into the culture of the United States and, and, and classes. And, you know, I think that's some of the, that's a nice thing about our school. It offers that opportunity.
1: So tell me, let's go through, let's go through your coaching journey. So, um, uh, several different high schools. What, is there one thing you could share with I have a lot of young coaches that listen to this? Something that, that happened to you in your coaching career that you want to share. Like a, like a success, a failure, a turning point. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying it. I'm um,
0: going to give a big shout out to our two other podcasts in the Coach Market Media Conglomerate. Um, Teacher Side Gig, so go over and check that out. And uh, High School Hoops. So Teacher Side Gig is talk, talking about teachers and their side gigs and how they make a little bit of extra money. And High School Hoops talks about um, high school hoop stops, obviously high school basketball once a week. And we try to keep that as pertinent. That That's kind of like your dance. If things are going on, we're talking about that. We do those weekly. Um, and it's always fun for me to talk to Jake about that. Make sure you subscribe and like to this one, leave a review. We would appreciate that. And go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's get back to the podcast. An aha moment, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So we had, um, you know, early on in my career, building a program
2: from scratch, almost like you it was called Bishop Carroll by year three, you know, 20 win season, which they hadn't had in a long time district champion in the state playoffs had an opportunity to then go back to my alma mater, which was Bishop McCourt and had immediate success. Just, just sort of establishing how we're going to do things. I mean, you know, you, when you wear that uniform one time in your life and bleed, it's easier right. to tell what you're trying to sell. So we had We had a lot of years of success, and then we sort of got punched in the mouth a little bit. And in in conjunction with the baseball team having success, which I was an assistant on, and we were having a two down seasons. I mean, we down. Mean we still won fifteen or sixteen games. I just, it wasn't our best teams. Right. Uh, I realized at that point, man, I'm not teaching the game the way it needs to be taught. You know, I'm focused on the results. I'm focused on the score. I'm not focused on making sure we're making good. V cuts, L cuts, showing your
1: outside hand, facing up, you know. Footwork. Getting better is what I tell my guys. If, yeah. if, if if in November we're here, our upside better be better than everyone else's upside. That's all I really care about. Because yeah. I tell them, I said, if we do that, we'll be there at the end. Yep. Like, we'll be That's, competitive. That's and all you, you,
2: want. you can vouch for this, Coach. Like I said, you know, when we get to February in Pennsylvania – I said, I want to see how we handle being on the road in February, down eight, going to the fourth quarter. What type of team do we have? What type of coach, coaching staff? Where are we all in this thing together to figure out how do we start to come back in that game, win that game on the road? We know we have a 45-minute ride home in 20 degrees or eight degrees. Right. What's our toughness? What's our mental toughness? That's why I
1: love coming to these tournaments, I'm telling you, because we won Kingdom of the Sun in 2017 it was 2017 and it was like it was four games in four days or something it was something crazy but I knew after we won that thing it's like all right this was great that we won it but I said ooh, we got something because that's brutal that's like it's grind 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 you know and it's like you're always it's always those little tests along the way right Um, coach let me
2: ask you are are you um, you know being in Wisconsin what formed your basketball philosophy has, has it been the wisconsin style of basketball is you know,
1: it-, it, it well it depends on my group To be yep. honest with you um the that group that we won with kingdom of the sun we're gonna beat you 45 42 <laughs> um the group i got now we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come at we're going up i mean you just yeah. got athletes i got kids that can shoot yeah so it's a little different so i think a good coach kind of adjusts to it yep you know i when i've had like you know, Coach Wesley, plays for the Bucks Wesley Matthews plays for the Bucks and when I had those guys, shoot, I, you know, I was just I had a good seat for it, I guess. But we just kind of went. Yeah, I was just directing. It just kind of depends. Um yeah. you know, I think obviously, Matt, if we can play man, I yeah. mean, Wisconsin has the Bennets and yeah. Bo, so yeah. everybody, you know, if we got to play man, we'll play man, and yeah. we'll, we'll play it as well as anybody around because it's that's just a Wisconsin thing. Right. Um, you know, we'll know our deficiencies, we'll play pack, we'll do, I mean, if we have to do it, we can. Um, so let
2: me ask you, and I, I'm just curious to know, cause again, it's so funny, uh, that we're talking here tonight. Cause I would say four years ago, maybe I came across you somewhere. Oh, uh, really? Be it online or okay. something that intrigued me about what you said or what you were teaching. I don't, I don't even really remember, but I knew okay. when I came down to Oxbridge and took over that basketball program it was an opportunity for me as a reboot to say, okay, how am I going to do this? You know, right. I know I sort of burned out the last time with it. How do I redo this to enjoy that process? So it's something I must've searched and found what you were teaching. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember what, I just remember the, you know, when I, so when I saw the email come through the other day, sure. I said,
1: a second. I've, I've heard, <laughs> <it>. I've heard <laughs> that it. name us. That's, that's good. That's, that's great.
2: <laughs> so I guess my question for you is, so if you are in a pack line if you if you are that style of defensive team number one is there a shot clock in wisconsin
1: there is not, not. so there is was one in florida there wasn't one in florida Is there no, no?
2: not in florida not in pa either uh so you're okay in the pack line of allowing middle drive
1: yeah i am at times um, yeah. the thing is and we'll do different things we'll we'll push sideline too we'll yeah. do some texas tech and we'll trap you on the base we'll, yeah. we'll change it up you know that's the thing um, what's your feeling on the shot clock? This is an interesting from an athletic director standpoint.
2: So two things, one um, about three or four years ago, we went up to Bishop McNamara uh, over the holidays and played in the Bishop McNamara tournament. And we won it playing with a shot clock playing as I always laugh about with our, with those kids and that we had the talent we had um, playing Western PA style basketball, right. You know? All moves, people move. We're going to help on defense at right. the, which is not really a Florida, <laughs>
1: Florida thing. It's different. I'm telling you. I think that's one of the reasons we won Kingdom of the Sun. We ended up playing the Ohio team in the championship, but we, they were looking at us like, "What are you doing?" I go, "Well, I've got a kid that's going to Dartmouth who's a deep, who's a legit mid major, high major, right? He's really smart, so he's going to Dartmouth. Right? We can play, but yeah. we can play if we're not. We got we can't let we can't have 90 possessions, or we're going to lose to you, right?
2: We're, and that's, and that's the Florida model, right? So right. We, were the, we were sort of that team, too, that was going to be opposite of what everybody else was doing
1: mm-hmm.
2: win that tournament with the shot clock. Because everyone just – they got up there, and it was almost like their comfort zone because we had been practicing that way for so long. We come back to Florida after that tournament. We beat McNamara that year uh, at their place. We come back the next game after the holidays. We scored nine points in the first half. Against the team we had beaten by 50 at the start of the year, because our kid just sort of went back to well, we're in Florida now. We do this is how we, do. right? Almost like well, no, okay, not not. So the shot clock was great. I enjoyed it from an athletic director standpoint. We struggle finding the necessary workers to run the game clock, to run the tickets. You're going to have to add another person now to run the shot clock, and then that person needs to know. The rules. The of, list
1: is long. It's long, long.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, I do love it. I just don't think people. I mean, I think a lot of people in Florida see it on TV and think, "Well, everyone's going to have this help." Well, right. not everyone does have this. So help.
1: here's my argument against it. Yeah. And I sound like the I sound like the old guys getting off my get off my porch kind of yeah. yelling. Okay. <laughs> so, but here's the issue. First of all, what I think makes high school basketball unique is you can have more than one style. You can go up and down. And I've coached them in 30 years. I've coached every possible style. I've been the grinder. I've been the up and down. I'm going to score more than you. I think that's one thing. If you watch college and NBA, all the games are very similar. They all kind of run the same stuff. Yep. Don't let, and I'm a stats teacher. I teach statistics. Don't let the one game that's 12 to 6 think that that happens. It happens. It's an outlier. It happens. But it makes, it's like the plane crashing. Yeah. It makes the news because it's it's a unique thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the second thing is I think why are we messing with something that works? Now we play halves. You guys play quarters. Quarters. Okay, so that's oh, going to be unique for my guys. Minutes. They're going to love minute halves. Yeah, yeah. We play eighteen minute halves.
2: I love that.
1: Eighteen. You know, here's why I like eighteen minute halves. It makes me play more kids. Yeah. No one plays the full. No one plays the best. No one plays the entire half. Right. Like, no one. It's like a college game. If you watch a college game, no one plays 20 minutes in the – Right. So I know every game I got to rest guys. Like yeah. I got to pull them out, give them a, a minute or two blow, and then they can go again. So two 18-minute halves. Um, I wish we had an extra timeout or a non-carryover one, but we don't. Um, but the quarter thing, I'm going to love the quarter thing because, that shoot, I miss that teaching moment between the two. Um because when we get to the state tournament, it's like every four minutes there's a break, so it breaks yep, it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I love that made that made that game that rule made sense to me in the sense that it it kind of forced my hand to play more kids. Yeah, great. It's better for kids. Yeah, the shot clock does not. The argument that we're getting them ready to play in college is ludicrous. Like, right. like four percent of them are going to play in college. Why are right. we getting ready? Exactly. So, and it's not really that big of a problem. Like, hey, everybody, hope you
0: enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at com. go over, join, 14 day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe,
1: like, Apple five star review. That would be good. All right, maybe. Have a good day. Bye.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.